0: Your favorite thing to do on a day off? binge
1: watch television.
2: Hello, and welcome to Reba Watchables, your favorite Reba Cat Pod. That's a Reba Recap for the uninitiated. Um, the Revolution has already been televised and may soon be televised again. Question mark. There's so much breaking Reba news in 2024, we can barely keep our heads on straight. Um, but we are back after a significant hiatus during which uh, your two favorite ho, ho- hosts co-hosts <laughs> got married. <Hey. laughs> I am one of them, Natalie Weiner.
3: I'm the other, Johnny Opping, and uh and we're back. And um I mean we had to do an episode pre-Super Bowl. We did. Because and we're gonna go ahead. You're probably watching the Super Bowl on mute right now, listening to this. <clears throat> Cause we're dropping the episode seconds after reba finishes her rendition of the national anthem
2: yeah exactly because like we know how marketing works and every significant corporate entity like us knows that you've got to like drop the teas or the product during the super bowl you know that's when you've got people's attention we don't have enough money for a super bowl ad but this is like the next best thing um so as sort of a buffer before we begin season two of Reba Watchables, which is hard to even fathom. We still have so many miles to go in our Reba journey because there's six seasons. And it took us uh like four years to get through season one, but it's fine.
3: <laughs> but every time we uh we're not we're not officially starting season two today. No. But we're we're going in a different direction every time we cover reba on the silver screen
2: we bring in our two favorite experts our two favorite bonus episode guests guys we've got casey and laura
1: back hey casey and laura hey how's it going what's up everybody thanks for having us
2: congrats on the whole marriage thing that's exciting (laughs) pretty sick (laughs) thank you thank you yeah i mean did we mention reba at the wedding a couple times i think that happened Mm -hmm. we definitely played fancy at the wedding that
3: was a proud pleaser
2: that's a great wedding
0: song yeah. question mark
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> content wise one of my like college friends like afterwards he was like that song fancy by reva it's so good i've been listening to it all the time i was like okay isaac i'm so happy for you that your influence, <laughs> that yeah, your influence. Exactly.
1: it's about motherly
2: advice yeah it, the it past, is of the next generation it is Um, it's broadly women's empowerment, as is getting married to someone you love, not because you have to, right? (laughs) So it ties in, um, or something. Anyway, so we have Casey and Laura here. We've got an extra special bonus episode, and we are going to be talking about a thing that I've been waiting to talk about probably since we before we started Reba Watchables. Before I even knew we were going to have a podcast called Reba Watchables, it is Reba's film debut. 1990s tremors. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, Casey, Laura, we have you on. We don't have to talk about one of the worst movies ever made.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I was wondering, I, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, and I remember, like, enjoying it, and it was more of like a B- minus for me, but I think looking back now, after some years have passed, I definitely enjoyed it more, yeah. even if it Kind of overshadowed by a couple other like monster movies from around that time. But <laughs> man, it's this movie's pretty solid.
0: I had never seen it before and it's kind of out of a genre that I would normally watch. Like I tend to avoid anything that's even vaguely frightening um, with movies. <laughs> not that this was like scary. I'm not saying that. But I, I will say I was on edge a few times, you know? Yeah. Okay. The practical. So was
3: ed- Natalie, who has seen it?
0: Yeah. No. Okay, I mean, well, she that's...
3: screamed a couple times. <laughs>
0: it's it's it was freaky okay at certain points also like the practical effects are very good and um that is what i really took away from it was that having never seen it before i was like this we were spoiled during this era of filmmaking yeah in my opinion
1: yeah they were done by some like famous uh practical effects shop that also did a bunch mm. of other stuff. probably like, was, like uh, a
0: slime house or something, yeah, <laughs>
1: something like that <laughs> well, the slime house did this <laughs> I yeah mean, uh, oh think... amalgamated amalgamated dynamics they okay. did all the, uh they did all the uh effects they did death becomes her too
2: oh well see yeah. that's a whole other podcast <laughs> <laughs> i mean if they were called slime house it would have been very apt because there's a lot of slime in this film i would say um but amalgamated whatever it was <laughs> also works they did great work <laughs>
3: So, Johnny,
0: you had never seen it either, right? No,
3: this was my first time as well. I think it's a good. It, it's something that, like, you don't, you know, you don't forget your first time watching Tremors because uh, you can't replicate the, the scares. You know, it's not, it's not a movie full of like plot twists. It's a movie full of like, here it comes again. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's it has the the monster has one move and it does it for. <laughs> One hour and thirty. Well, until
2: minutes. it starts to learn, right? Yep. It does develop like it, it, yeah. two other moves. That's I true. would say.
3: The, well, I, w- I was going to say before we get too deep into tremor, should we talk Super Bowl for like just a second?
2: Well, I'm just going to add a little bit of context for people who may not have listened to every single Rebo Watchables bonus episode <laughs> before, um which you would be forgiven for because the first one has like really horrible audio quality. You know, we're living and learning through this podcast. But basically, Casey and Laura have previously joined us to talk about two different Reba made-for-TV movies. Reba vehicles. vehicles? vehicles. Right. I don't know. Um, anyway, they were both pretty terrible in different ways. We need ways, some
1: regulations ways. on these Reba vehicles. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so Tremor's by contrast is basically like oscar-worthy cinema and it kind Um, of is just period you know i would i would argue this is like just a really good movie
3: but um i would argue probably much easier to write than either of the two movies that we've talked about we were talking
0: about that too because the other ones are so like plot dense because they're like and they're trying to fit like you know, every single trope into, like, you know, 70 minutes or whatever. And like you said, Johnny, Tremors is just very much like, here comes that worm again. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <Yep. laughs>
0: and, and it hits every time. You're like, I'm right. still
1: watching this. It makes it better. Yes. Like, no
0: one's trying to, like, run for mayor or, like, I guess... Right. Have a solar like, farm
3: in, like, in California <laughs> that's, like, yeah, yeah. Essentially unsustainable <laughs> or whatever. And even for, like, disaster or monster movies, there isn't even, like, It's not like they, like, put a blueprint or, like, you know, the a powerpoint on the screen where they're like this is how we defeat this they're just mm-hmm. like you see those mountains over there we got to get to those mountains get up so in the mountains oh, no. i read
1: i read something that uh the whole thing was shot there were only two internal sets there's like the general store and then there's the the house where reba lives and then that's it those are the only sets they built everything right. else is outside reba's, yeah.
2: reba's rec room
1: yeah reba's yes. bunker right.
2: <laughs> I think we should appropriately call it but um yes I guess a little topical Super Bowl, Super Bowl spin. Reba, in case you've been living under a rock, is singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Um, this very Sunday. We are anticipating it. Just we're getting it in under the wire, really. Um and yeah, it's just kind of wild, like how visible she's been. Reba is 68. She's not like that's not extremely old. That's also not like of age at which many people have like so much energy to just be doing like every single thing that comes along, but Plus, it's like women
0: in entertainment, yeah, is like, a different age.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, so what do y'all think? Like, I feel like last year, Chris Stapleton did it, and it was a pretty like unanimous approval rating. It was just like everybody loved it. He did a good job, and people who didn't know who the guy with the beard was, like. That's how you
1: Yeah, it sounds like and, like for Stapleton. Right.
3: <laughs> and like do you do you think that Reba will have how do you think people how do you think America is going to react to Reba doing the national anthem?
1: Prediction, I hope Bob Weir joins Reba somehow for the national anthem. I think that'd be cool.
3: Uh, oh, cuz
0: he's like a fan of the 49ers. I believe so. Oh, okay.
3: Right. <laughs> Got it Maybe that. does like eleven minutes of jamming. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and then that really throws off the people who are sports betting on the length of the anthem. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, uh, I oh. think, given the like dollification of America recently, mm. I think, and I, I don't want to compare the two because like we know that they're different. But I think there's still like room in America's heart for the like lovable Southern country lady. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. obviously a different brand of that um and so i think i think we'll also say this based on the letterbox reviews of tremors where people were surprised that reba is good which i'm trying not to take personally (laughs) the same thing will happen with the anthem this year mm. where we like she's actually good i, I could see that yeah, yeah i
3: think she'll wear something probably like kind oh, of crazy and people will be like reba like kind of roll eyes, yeah, and then yeah. they'll be like you know she can sing as they like stuff their faces with nachos i,
1: I don't think it's gonna be the red sequin dress i don't think it's gonna be that that one. would be yeah.
3: so funny her fancy <laughs> dress that she always wears yeah i don't think it's gonna. Be that <laughs> what if it's like that dress but it's like it's somehow, like, got the Niners and the Chiefs. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's on not One
2: over one boob, one on the other <laughs> boobs.
0: America <laughs> would love that. Um, <laughs> I personally think she's a hustler. She's going to be
2: wearing her Dillard's collection. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Every woman who yeah. is just, you know, casual so, for the Super Bowl, but also that's true. getting that brand awareness. in the City
3: Chiefs, middle America. Yeah. So, my, I, I predicted this. I didn't predict this. I... I tried to wish into existence for the drama that uh, like Casey Musgraves just announced in her album, same day as Taylor Swift. And I said, what if, what if she leaked or that she was dating George Kittle, the 49ers tight end so that she could be like the two. We're going tight deep ends. in
2: Johnny Natalie oh, well, for but, right now. Well, what if I amend that? And Reba is Reba dating, dating George, George Kittle. She's got her boyfriend still. Isn't she yeah, still she's with Rex? Got her boo. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah. I've, but just write, write, the fic, write the fanfic yourself.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Sounds it wouldn't like be the it. first time Reba has left someone for another person. Whoa. Whoa. That would be my guess. <laughs> I think she's probably just continuously leveled up.
1: <laughs> like like when you like when you start with a paper clip and trade up into a house or something yeah, yeah. exactly
3: <laughs> so we should do our predictions for the oh yeah we, we for looked the up over under the for the length of the national anthem was 89.5 seconds which is so like a minute and
2: a half almost
3: exactly what yeah so what what do y'all think over or under
0: i say over i think she's gonna milk it <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think so. You, you had mentioned that we had previous data points about, uh, how long some of her, uh, national anthems are and they were around like 83. I think it's going to be like right around like 92. I'll go a little bit over. That's long. Okay. I think so. I think under, she's just older,
2: you know, she can hit those high notes, but like, she might not be able to hold the high notes. You know what I mean? That's
0: fair. Yeah. But
3: I'll go over. I'll go with Go with the group, okay, and and let you be the star if you win.
0: Uh, and then the, o- win.
3: the lone wolf. The only other prop bet I saw uh, was plus twenty four hundred if she brings the tremor monster out. With her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no one's taking bets on if she'll wear her fancy dress. <laughs> I
3: mean there's it's plus five thousand that the tremor monster is wearing the fancy dress. <laughs>
1: Wait, what if it's, what if it's like the Destiny Child reveal, like where they just pop out from the- <laughs> Yeah. We actually have, wait, we have record of this in Super Bowl history. Yeah. You pop out from the bottom of the stage. It's and the you join- Tremor monster <laughs> and it's Brock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Two evil people. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. Monsters. Brock, we've, as we all know, we have to like believe that Brock has a heart of gold or something. Um...
1: Even okay, but you
0: mentioned the new albums, not from Reba yet, mm-hmm. but we did announce that there's a new Reba show yeah. coming.
2: Oh yeah. Right. It's this thrilling. is the first on record reckoning with the Reba boot actually happening. Like
0: Reba.
2: it's like we've been talking about the Reba boot but for years. Do we know the title of it? No, I think it's just untitled Reba McIntyre NBC sitcom. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. really
0: need a title, like it's just right. like you know, I mean, it's going
2: to be called Reba. It's... Yeah,
0: probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's not
1: going to be. It's not going to be like the new Roseanne one, where it's like the same characters, though, right? Like it's a totally different show. We don't know. I don't know. Okay. Could be. I mean, I mean, if
3: they don't bring back Van, like the like... Roseanne one, yeah, says something racist, and it turns into the the Hearts instead of <laughs> Reba. Oh, that'd be terrible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they should get John Goodman
3: to go face to
2: face with Reba, though. That's my. Whoa! My yeah. Take.
3: I thought you were going to say with Brock, like (laughs) with the guy who plays Brock, better actor, whoever whoever is the better actor, we find out now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, but this isn't, this is a bonus episode. We're already like, we can't resist the temptation to get into actual Reba talk. You know us. We just can't leave it alone. But we should return to the topic of, that brings us here, Tremors. We had two first time viewers, as we previously alluded to, Laura and Johnny me realizing that I actually had only seen half of it on TV, <laughs> but that was enough to make me think that I had seen all of it. So, you know, it, it was a beautiful journey. Um, I don't know. Should I do a quick synopsis? I don't, do we need it? I don't think we need
3: it. I mean, okay. the synopsis is small population. 14 is the, this town. It's called perfection. Nevada. Yeah, Dan, Dan thing yeah. is banned. Um, yeah, <laughs> the, uh, um, Kevin Bacon and his friend (laughs) are are true best friends. Truly just, I mean, I turned to Natalie at one point before the monsters came up. And I I think it was right after they had talked to the the grad student who is like a young. The love interest. The love interest, the begrudgingly uh, to Kevin Bacon love interest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They kind of, they see her. She's not Kevin Bacon's ideal version of a woman and his friend his friend is like you got to be kidding me blah 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 and i turned an alley and i was like this is a larry mcmurtry novel yeah like this is so <laughs> like this is how it plays out just like two guys like you know trying to staple a fence together and you know failing and then making breakfast for each other every day yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. making breakfast for making each, other. each
0: other up living together in their trunk <laughs> yeah. I it's, will yeah. say I found it to have a certain Beavis and ButtHead Brokeback Mountain quality to it. It's basically what I took away from it. If we'd like to do a queer reading of Tremors,
2: um, are yeah.
0: after that with them. I, um, I, I feel I love like them I them together.
2: I definitely was having some Brokeback Mountain thoughts as well afterwards. I mean, it's like. The reason you feel Brokeback Mountain is because we are introduced to these two men who live together for reasons we do not know. You know, there's no context of like they're brothers, they're roommates. Why are they thrown together in this town where no one else lives? Why are hey, they stuck are there?
1: Still, are you still roommates if you live in your car?
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> why if they leave, why do they have to leave together? Exactly.
0: Yeah. See this because to me, they're they're married. They're lovers.
1: Yeah.
3: they argue about driving
1: yes they meet the grad student and the uh fred ward character is like who needs women anyway like all mm-hmm. they do
0: yeah, he's like fingernails <laughs> and lipstick like yeah. hate that like famously hating women um and so that's the energy i took which i feel like johnny your point of them having to leave together is a good one also like that compresses the timeline quite a bit to me because they're like we gotta go now and then they're yeah. like we're gonna spend the next like 36 hours like fighting uh worms and stuff
3: right. and like so i stopped pretty quickly with the synopsis but like laura just finished it yeah like, that's all they did. these worms they can hear uh they can't see they can't smell but they can hear they hear feel movement. vibrations they hear, and they live, underground. they live underground they're enormous um they also and... smell
0: themselves like they stink oh yeah, like, they I stink like talking yeah. about how nasty it
1: smells right. like,
0: like they can't believe how disgusting it smells which i mean that i think was one of our main
1: questions for you we we wanted to know because there's there is a lot of like slime in this movie as we discussed. There's a classic like the the worm explodes and like slime goes everywhere. What do you all think that these things smell like?
3: I don't. Didn't they say just like say it, shit at one point like,
0: <laughs> or death? I believe or death, like, Yeah,
3: that's it's true. I don't. My guess is it would be more like a like a sulfur smell yeah they're like underground right which um, is basically like a raw egg smell i think um (laughs) but it is funny because like it's another thing about this movie that like you know the beauty of this movie is its simplicity it's not so many movies would use that later as at least a small plot device to explain something or like why they you know (laughs) like there was no like scientists like the it's funny because the grad student is kind of like the college kid in this, like, in this, you know, podunk town. She's set up to be the one who, like, can explain all of this. Yeah. And at no point does she, and she even says, "Like, why are you asking me? I don't know what this worm is." <laughs> She's like,
2: "That's not my kind of science." Yeah, he's like, "I'm the geologist wow. or whatever, you know."
3: And so there's no like, there's no like, oh, why, why does it smell bad? It's just like if that's just one of its that's character, just one of the traits, things that yeah. makes the worm
2: gross.
1: It's perfect because it's riffing on like the '50s, like monster movies where they're like, yeah. we know exactly why this happened and and all that. Right. But yeah, if if, it, if this were made today, we would have like. Seen where the tremors came from, and like knowing <laughs> well, all about the backstory. I'll we'll say right.
0: this: there are many other tremors films wow, now, well, it's <laughs> part of the tremors cinematic universe. There's even a prequel.
2: So, like, if you oh, are man. wondering and you don't, so they did trauma plot tremors. Is what yeah, you're seeing. bad
3: <laughs> it, like, left him there. The yeah, I mean, and so so the kind of the like, I guess the only plot of it is that they. You know, they they travel under the ground, so if you're on a big rock, it cannot get to you because it cannot go through a rock. Mm-hmm. And so they're just kind of, like, going from these, these few humans that survive, are going from rock to rock, trying to make it to the mountains that are about 15 miles away. Because
2: the mountains are made of rock.
3: Yes. And this oh, is very...
2: Yeah, solid Solid granite. granite. granite.
3: Thank
2: you, Laura. Um, Yeah, Casey. This is like your origin story. Basically, you're our southwestern southwestern (laughs) resident. I mean, Johnny's from Texas. That's more borderline, I guess. But
1: yeah, this movie. Like,
2: encounter any tremor monsters in your youth?
1: Yeah, you know, (laughs) you always had to check your shoes for tremor monsters (laughs) or or graboids, I believe they're called. Yes,
2: graboids.
1: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, take take this as another reason not to go anywhere near the Southwest, unless you're <laughs> just checking out the the skyline. Um, I did see, uh, so, it, Johnny, you had mentioned, like, the same sort of, like, beat keeps happening over and over again, which I think is, like, my biggest gripe with the movie. Like, it it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, you're, like, not as good as Spielberg because he perfected this thing, but that's, like, the one thing it... <laughs> I read something that uh the producers made them go back and insert two of those scenes like with the uh old lady or with the lady getting chased and with the old guy up in the tower
3: so there's like even more of them and it just kind of gets old after a while. Right. It's not it's not trying to like you know hint at things. It's yeah. just like you know it's this is basically a this whole movie is the floor is lava and it's going exactly. it's going to keep coming and like there is no like they have a couple tricks you know they pull vault from rock to rock and they <laughs> and they have a distraction sometimes but in general someone's going to touch the ground and the monster's going to eat it and that's the like the whole thing i think a lot of death also there's, there's, i mean there's
2: like they
0: take
3: it
2: inside. Say... they take it <laughs> inside, like they
0: watch people like <laughs> eating in front of them and they're just like ah oh, damn like you know yeah.
3: like, no they tough. did not care about the the store owner i know I mean, they yeah. were like, <laughs> it was like
2: real gruesome. racism and i mean like, they tried yeah. to
3: help him they tried to save him but they once he was gone they were like like, all right, really? that's that, you know.
1: Should we cover the other, like, main townspeople? Because, yeah, we've got the store yeah. owner. That's, like, where they all convene. You've got uh, Val and whatever his name is. Oh. Fred. oh, yeah. The fact
2: that Kevin Bacon's name in the movie is Valentine, Valentine and he has yeah. a heart-shaped belt buckle, I feel like oh. is worth noting for for everyone. More kind of Brokeback
1: Mountain pill energy, yeah. honestly. Exactly.
0: That's, that's kind of what you're reading. Uh and then there's the girl on the pogo stick. And her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then you've got like the two you, the annoying kid and then the two prepper characters, uh, the <laughs> yeah. husband and Reba. And Reba. Mm-hmm. Reba. The husband and Reba. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're shown, I think they have like uh they have like a huge bunker with like a ton of guns and they're preppers basically their bumper sticker on their car says free afghanistan right. which is kind of interesting i'd love to pick their brains about and, politics
0: yeah i don't know it was i don't tough. know if you would
3: love to yeah. their brains. About i mean this politics. would have been 1990 i don't know what's like the, gulf war yeah, yeah. yeah. i think it would be kind of like freedom from the communist would be the move right is that yeah, what's going on i, I guess so but yeah <laughs> would love to know.
0: Yeah, I thought Reba also had really bad lines, which was a bummer. Yeah. Um, didn't have much to work with. Didn't have a ton to work with, uh, but I think, too, like, one of my entry points for this movie was the gif of Reba with the large gun when she's yeah. in the bunker, but I want to say the one where she's just, like, double-fisting pistols is yeah. way cooler. <laughs> like, I did not know that was part of it, so that was good. And then they have the elephant gun, which is, like, right extremely yeah. chaotic um
1: they, they so just shoot at it the whole time too and they're like it, it, this isn't working but, well, and it's, right? like, it's,
0: it's like every gun owner's like fantasy but it like, is warped where it's like a
2: worm comes into your basement i don't know <laughs> yeah. but they also kind of like i thought the movie i mean it made me glad that the prepper people were the punchline like all the way through like not even their guns were like enough you know yeah, to you know get rid of the worm also they kind of did explicitly state as much towards the end like the guy was like we had everything we had food we had you know mm-hmm. whatever filtered air reference. and like, water exactly and stuff. but we just we weren't prepared for a giant worm you know or whatever he was like the underground worm got us and i was like yeah exactly so stop being psycho that, um,
1: scene, that scene where the worm attacks them in the bunker i think is one of my other critiques of the movie is it becomes like airplane level satire like they switch guns yeah in so like, case page.
0: of emergency and grabs a big gun like yeah it's like
1: right. like it reads like a naked gun scene i'm or sorry something. that
0: serious enough for you know. I'm sorry <laughs> I'm coming into Reba's basement well, Not yeah. for you. also then my favorite part of that though is then she's like get into action we're building pipe bombs yes. <laughs> yeah like we're doing improvised explosives like I'm on it don't worry
3: I mean I was thinking like given the other options I was like well why don't they just why don't they just hold fort? in that exact same position. If this, if they keep coming up through that same hole, just keep killing them with, with that. With, I mean, you've got <laughs> a million guns right there. <laughs> and you just successfully killed one. But also, like, Reba did... Like, she looked natural with all of the... Like, she had many, like you said, many types of guns. She had explosives. And, like, m- you know, like, action stars, like, or people who are not in action movies over and over again. Like, when a star does his or her action movie i feel like they do like six months of training to just like, like, I I I I look like they know how to handle a gun well she's like keanu and john wick <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> do we know if this is where does this fall on the annie get your gun timeline because... oh no, it's
2: pre it's pre oh okay yeah, yeah. So that reason, i think that was that... like late 90s i'm pretty sure
0: i think you're right mm-hmm. i should have done more research but um i was thinking about that because i was like that's the other time we've famously seen reba with a gun yeah, i wanted
1: i wanted to see reba shooting the graboid like with the mirror in front of her and stuff like that or like <laughs> a little disc yeah. Or
3: sh- twirling it on her finger yeah putting it back in a holster but so as we were going over townspeople do we we have the like punk ass kid do, we, yeah. we, Natalie asked me during the movie, do we know whose child that was?
0: no, who are his parents <laughs> that like, was
3: that was cut in edits, supposedly. I was reading about really? yeah, <laughs> like there was one
1: line got where, the lore. <laughs> listen i I do my research
0: <laughs> at least someone takes it seriously.
1: <laughs> no, it's good <laughs> but the uh the other kid, um, what is her name? Let's see. Uh, the pogo stick uh, ariana girl. richard's pogo stick girl she has a history of being in these great movies she's in jurassic park a okay
3: oh, i like freaked out i was like she's in something and then she's i like looked her hair. up <laughs> yeah man that's that's awesome what and then of course
0: we star. all know fred ward from the sharon meryl streep film silkwood obviously i'm sure that's guys recognize <laughs> we okay we have not
2: yeah. seen that but someday soon oh you
0: should you should it's actually it. very good it's quite okay. good yeah it has similar energy in yeah. some way yeah Except instead, of like, instead of like, campy worms it's uranium so like <laughs> a little more serious but um uh, still good i will say something you brought up your gripe with the movie casey my gripe with tremors was that it was like excruciating to watch the men try to communicate like when they were in like the the third act where they were like problem solving and they seemed to have a grasp of like okay we can do this and we can do this and like we have to distract it and like they knew what to do even having them just like especially communicating with the prepper people which is obviously like funny because it makes them more frustrating but in general just like them using the CB radio I was that made me more, that made me more tense. Than the actual like worms coming out of the ground for some reason. I think it was just like the pacing of it or what,
2: but I'm it was a lot for me. It's just well, Affected they're cowboys, you know, they can't talk, <laughs> that's like part of their whole, whole express bit. their emotions, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they just can't quit each other, you know. Um, but
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: well, so I, I have one like, oh, wait, I think Laura made a great Beavis and Butthead Brokeback Mountain. is. Mm -hmm. It's about as good as it gets as an analogy. I have like, I have two movies that I think stole from this. Uh, Well, one is a joke because I don't think the timeline works up, and the other one is serious. So (laughs) they didn't steal from it, but this this and Dune are the same.
1: This and Dune are the same, yeah. It's just like, what if you (laughs) took
3: Tremors and made it like unbelievably complicated and weird? (laughs) But it's like the same on, like, thing, blue-eyed or whatever, like <laughs>
1: yeah, that, like whatever the spice or whatever it is. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, like the yeah. the sand is like worth currency. Uh, the sand
1: for money.
3: Yeah the the Effect. movie that I do kind of feel like just ripped this off is the Quiet Place. That movie, oh, yeah.
0: I haven't I haven't seen that one. I have not seen it either.
3: It was so it's literally just a monster movie of like. It's kind of, like, post-apocalyptic of, like, well, we don't know what happened elsewhere. Like, uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt and their two girls are, like, living in a farm, and it starts off where with we, they already know the issue. Like, there's a monster that, like, moves in the shadows quietly, and it only, if you make a sound, it kills you. So they have Yeah, to, like, no, so I
0: could not watch that. Um, That yeah. would not be <laughs> available for me to view because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so much. But that, it makes sense that that's, like, the same, like, because I think the setting feels similar, like, if you're saying, like, they're isolated and they yeah. already have a problem and they're, like, shut off from the outside world because of that. Because I think that's a big part of Tremors, too, is that you're, like, they're the only ones that know what's going on. Like, I kept thinking about, like, what if they all died? And then someone came across them and it was like, what the hell happened
1: here?
3: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right.
0: It's like some of them are on the roof. Like some of them are in that weird contraption that they were pulling on like the
1: the 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 half
2: trailer that they were dragging the
3: bulldozer. And there's like it it, it does like raise the stakes because if they if they did all die, it would mean more people would die. Because like (laughs) you're saying, they wouldn't know what's coming. So like they need to survive to like warn people that there are worm monsters in this town. Yeah. They
1: they also spend a lot of time, I feel like, doing like uh what I think of as like the buttoning up or like the plot hole closing where they're like, golly, the phones are out and the roads <laughs> are like, and then the movie's only like ninety minutes. And or thank so. god tight
0: yeah, ninety. Yeah, tight ninety.
1: But uh, they do a lot of that stuff where they're like, show them go all the way out there. Like, the roads are closed. Uh, But they just forgot about Melvin. That was the only plot hole they forgot to close. Yeah, the
2: only plot hole is
0: Melvin's origin. Um, So, (laughs) you know, maybe he could be tied to the appearance of the Graboids. We could say that.
1: I do (laughs) love that they they make him super annoying. And the whole movie, you think he's going to get just stomped. And it it doesn't happen. They never give it
3: to you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No. Only yeah. innocent people died. <laughs> really Not... innocent.
0: Uh... People whose whole entire car got swallowed up yeah. while they were playing Johnny Paychecks. No. Yeah.
1: no, 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 no. Wrong. Wasn't. It? No, it's Bobby Bear.
0: Oh, you're right. They. Uh, uh, that's on me. That's on
1: me. There's two country songs in the movie. One of them is Bobby Bear's uh, "Drop Kick Me Jesus" Close yeah. of Life," and the other one's a Tanya Tucker song. Yeah. In the same. Yeah, car. it's like cowboy
3: something.
2: Or like, don't
1: and then a Reba song, the yeah,
3: song at the end.
2: World yeah, Reba song at the end.
0: That is total banger at the end.
3: Classic
1: um, soundtrack seller.
0: Yeah.
3: This the scene where that couple died is like brutally sad. Honestly, I know they were like yes, trying to are like... building
2: our retirement home, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh man, the generator went out."
3: <laughs> like she watches her husband die, and then just like tries, and then she like has ninety more seconds of like panicked life <laughs> before she dies. Yeah, and she's just That's like, great. I'm because like he has the keys in his pocket and so i
0: yeah that was devastating also i will say it made me really think for the 90 seconds that she was panicking for her life i was like how long would i dig if I saw you go down, <laughs> I, was like, uh-huh. I don't know. Like, where do you stop? Like, I'd be digging for years or something, being like, he's right down here. Like, I don't know.
1: By my head. That's fair. <laughs> well,
0: and then yeah, the car was crazy when they like uncover. I like that like little lighting trick, even mm-hmm. though it was like the middle of the day when they found it or whatever, where they like uncover the car and like the headlights hitting them and they're like, yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That was a great scene, I think, because that, like, I think that was a good example of, like, you get the same non-scary part where it's, like, the same thing happens again, and then they raise the stakes with that one where, like, you see the whole car going. Also, the, the
0: dirt rushing into the car, I was like... Yeah.
3: Sec- I was like,
2: oh, you're
1: gonna suffocate right. with sand
2: yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah,
3: no, that was probably the only time I almost, like, yelled at the TV. I was like, get out of the car. Like, you know, <laughs> at this point, I know you don't have a good chance if you run, but, like there's this staying in the car is not the move here he was
2: panicking Ooh.
1: something else this movie is full of car envy in my opinion yes i would if if any, if of, any cars, of those vehicles i want <laughs> yeah. uh, the used market right now is insane i feel like all yeah. of those would go for Riva like, had, like <laughs> a
0: flashy bronco like they were like get in the truck and it was like the a pristine like yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah, black yeah. like and uh and
1: Even Kevin Bacon's car. Even Kevin, Kevin Bacon's, Bacon's like front. utility yeah, truck. It. I
0: was like, love it. Would totally love that. <laughs> and then uh the little Mazda yep. that mm-hmm. the grad student had. I was like,
2: sign me up. <laughs> the I 80s, mean, 90s yeah. moment. It was and happening. He, each
3: actor has those cars still. Yeah, <laughs> so Reba has that. It's parked at Reba's place in Oklahoma. I will.
2: <laughs> since Actually, we're like... Reba centric. I will I did read an interview with her in Esquire with some dude who asked like the stupidest possible questions about like the 30th anniversary of Tremors. And I was like, why was I not assigned this interview? Whatever. (laughs) It's fine. Um anyway, she talked about doing it. Uh she said that she was actually like filming or uh touring the entire time that she was filming. So she was flying between like tour dates and the set in the desert um and she was like yeah I was like two days on two days off or something and then you know so she was just like in the thick of it at that point Grindset. I mean she's still about grind set but still, that that's
0: part point... to the Super Bowl she's still about grind set mm-hmm. that's exactly. why wearing billards yeah. at the Super Bowl is grind set like I just <laughs> that kind of gal but like that's got to be wild to have to be like I'm playing to a stadium and then I have to get like head back to Death Valley real quick
1: right yeah
2: like <laughs> yeah yeah no he She was doesn't like
1: have the least amount of ReBA, I feel like unfortunately, which yeah. out of all the ReBA movies we've watched definitely the the least amount. but uh I feel like that's uh she she had some good stuff in there. She had some juicy stuff.:
3: Yeah, I mean, it does answer like, well, maybe we'll we'll kind of like slow roll into this. I have a question today I set it up. What is who i I think that Kevin Bacon is the best actor in this movie. Who are the second and third best actors in this movie?
0: Fred Ward's really good. I think
3: Fred Ward's pretty solid. So yeah. Fred Ward second, I would put Reba third.
0: Oh, yeah. If not, like, vying for second. That, it's oh, just, yeah. Fred has more screen time and, like, a better written character. But I think that, like, the addition of Reba, I also feel like it's a good debut for her to, like, not take over the whole thing where it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, actually, to go back to Silkwood, uh, the Cher movie, which was... <laughs> if you'll entertain me here real quick it came out in 1983 and it was really her first like serious dramatic role Hmm. and she talks about going to the theater and seeing her name come up on the trailer and the theater laughing at her and so I feel like that's sort of which is like brutal which I feel like is kind of a good move for Reba where she eased into this sort of thing with like that's a really important role in the movie, but it's not the role in the movie. It's not the lead. Yeah. Um, And she definitely like made it her own, but like kind of stayed out of the way when yeah she needed to, to like she didn't overact it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Was... I oh,
2: well, yeah. She was just like, so Reba, you know, she was clearly like outlining the Reba persona, like even at that early moment, like yeah. more than she ever could like on an album or even yeah. in a performance, you know, it was like, so like, I'm a tough cookie and I'm like experienced outdoors woman, and I'm a little sassy, but I'm still friendly and kind of southern. You know, it's like all of these like Reba tropes are getting like well, outlined. And it was,
3: it's funny that like even as like playing a literal survivalist, she still had the like voice of reason vibe. Right. Like, oh, yeah. she, she would was on her husband,
1: talking down the guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, she a like,
0: survivor. So, yeah, <laughs> that's
3: true. Like,
1: I, I, so. I do want to. I want to shout out Victor Wong, who's a fantastic character actor. He plays the owner of the shop who gets brutally chomped, mm-hmm. um, but he's he's in like Big Trouble in Little China. He's in like Joy Luck Club. I think he's mm. a fantastic character actor. So I got to shout out him. Yeah, but I, Reba's up there. Yeah, every. The Reba's husband in this movie, the I can't remember, three's company, I believe. Yeah, or all in the family, Mm, one of those, like that. Yeah, but he's, I think, he's the only one that's been in all of the Tremors movies. What? (laughs) like he's into it.
3: That's well,
2: that's a commitment, you know. If the Tremors checks keep coming, you got to (laughs) keep catching them. So, um,
3: yeah, I think so. I think I read probably the same IMDb trivia. That Casey did. And I saw that uh Reba, the director did not want Reba in it.
0: And I saw that too, yeah. The
3: like, casting producer like demanded that she do that they audition her. And he was like, I don't want celebrity, you know, coming off this share laughter. I don't want <laughs> like celebrities just being two horned into movies. And uh She auditioned and he was so blown away, he offered her the job on the spot, which is that's good lore, right there.
1: Yeah, job on the spot is pretty, pretty crazy.
0: I mean, let's not forget years, the couple years later when she did Annie Get Your Gun, they had a special uh Tony award created to for her like category of acting. So she continues to innovate. Also, (laughs) I will say by the point that Tremors came out, Cher had already won Best Actress. At wow. the aisle. Okay. So, cool. All
2: right. Okay. Laura no,
0: the not, mic here not, for yeah.
2: share. I'm
0: hijacking the uh four letter You gotta start share
2: watchables, yeah. okay? Share-ables. I mean share-ables.
3: Share-ables.
2: <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you guys owe Johnny big time for that one. The shareable. <laughs> so
3: the I also in that same in the same sort of like uh actor trivia, there's sort of like these I guess Kevin Bacon in the years since has done like a lot of mixed messaging in terms of he like talked shit about this movie for years hmm. and he only took it because he because le- he
2: was embarrassed by the queer undertones. Yeah,
3: or he was embarrassed right. by getting outacted by Reba. Yeah, that's uh, true. But like he took it because he needed money and he was like humiliated by it um, and he like would say like no comment in every qu- every interview and then little diva not
0: that's it, serious it, well this it became
3: a
1: super fame for him yeah yeah right
3: and it became a cult classic and he like eventually said like he he whether it's true or not came around on it and he he said like i was depressed when that movie was filmed <laughs> and honestly shooting it was a blast and it's like incredible and he said like i don't actually even watch some of my movies once and I've watched it, like, many times, and I'm glad I did it.
0: I I don't know if he's
3: just kind of doing the, like, now that it's made me a lot of money, but the other thing that is tied in with that, I haven't told Natalie this, since watching, (laughs) Natalie has said that she wants, she said, quote, maybe for my birthday next year... We can rent out a theater and do a Twister Tremors double bill
0: with a costume mm-hmm. element.
3: Yeah, that. I told Laura already. Actually, yeah. and so, yeah. so, <laughs> so what she doesn't know is okay. that uh, the Kevin the Valentine role was offered to Bill Paxton.
1: Whoa!
3: So it could That's have been a I'm a Bill
1: Paxton fan, bill, so I
3: would feel pa- about that. Literally <laughs> double bill, double <laughs> Bill Paxton. Double yeah, bill. no, I love okay. Bill Paxton. Fort Worth Zone. Me and him coming up in the same city. Yeah. Same vibe. Two friends. Yeah. I, I just love his work on a martini ranch. I have not seen martini ranch. It is a band. It's I'm a band. Very oh, okay. Whoa, I didn't know that he was in a band.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he's that he, he cool. sings lead. Yeah.
3: Another way that him and Billy Bob Thornton are going to continually be mixed up for each other.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see it. But like Kevin Bacon is more like goofy, yeah. You know, so it kind of works, I think, better for
3: him. It kind of
0: looks like he straightens his hair in the movie too. Yeah, (laughs) well, you guys were thinking about that, but it seemed just like abnormally stick straight. It was
3: very like not real, very like to be on TV or film. And when he was wearing the like straw hat with his hair, I was kind of like, man, Kevin Bacon doing a. A uh, Dwight Yoakam biopic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sick.
1: Well, he, he and Fred Ward, I think, really carry a lot of the comedy, and like them sort of bumbling around, like you said, is like Beavis and ButtHead. Like, I think that's the other thing about this movie is it's trying to do a lot of stuff. It's a great monster movie. It's great at all it's of it. It's not
0: trying to do a ton, though.
1: But, but I mean, then just, there yeah. are literally scenes where, it like, they spew poop at each other. Like, yeah. they do, right. it, like they're trying to empty like, a, a, a
2: septic, tank. Or a septic yeah. tank. A septic tank, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, for someone who claimed to, like, not want to do the movie, he was definitely a pro. I mean, he, like, he made it, like, fun and charming the way, like, movie stars do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, it seemed like they were having fun making it. Because, like, there's some movies you can watch where you're like, this must have been excruciating. Like, this was not anyone's first choice.
2: I was like, this one seemed like it was kind of chill. It (laughs) seemed like they were having good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's got, it had a good pace, I feel like. You know, it didn't really have, like, too much, like, super dragging stuff or, like, or, and we know they weren't trying to squeeze a lot of plot in there. It was just kind of, like, so many people die and then they're fighting the monster and it's like oh man what's gonna happen next what is the monster gonna do and then monster booby traps them spoiler right. alert and oh, that's just yeah. like game changer like the monster is really innovating it's got like you know some creative thinking happening which I think you the monster
0: think. is an allegory for AI,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's learning,
0: it's
1: learning. <laughs> yeah. Is th- she learning? Learning those, this wasn't this monster, oh was, even try to do the like, ooh, actually, humans were the real monsters the whole time. Whoa. Like, it's just like, the no, they were
2: monsters, like legit in danger, the yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, they weren't trying to do like an environmentalism, like,
3: it's funny because there wasn't like, I mean, like, it, it did learn, like we said, but like. There wasn't even, like, a big other shoe to drop. It was, like... No, there's, like, four of these. There's yeah. not... You know, you, like, in most movies, it'd be, like, it turns out there's a thousand. <laughs> and it's just, like, there's four of them. Like, if we could just kind of, like, slowly kill... Like, if, as soon as we get rid of this last one, we're done and we're Like, free. we're good. Like, you we know? can just and, go like, back to it, you know? They, yeah, it's like they were just chilling. Like the, <laughs> like, the movie ends after that one flies off a cliff and they're just kind of, like, fixing their car. Like, it's, like, how in the world would you know... That there are not more. Of them. Like, why would you just be like, also, that's how you the end to, of that chapter?
1: Why
0: would you be tra- not traumatized being like, and they can appear at any time? Yeah. Because I'm like, they're like, they kept being, they're ancient creatures. But then it's like, they just decided to come up the one day that you yeah. decided to move to Bixby. Like, I don't understand that. And then they had to like Thelma and Louisa off a cliff.
3: <laughs> so it was very cool. It was I, cool. Um, and it was supposedly his plan? Oh, well, yeah,
1: because at the beginning he talks about a stampede, right? Where they're like, uh, don't b- joke about it because, like, I've survived a stampede. And then he stands in front of the thing. Which
0: I think you start to realize as he's, like, standing there waiting for it to charge him, you're like, oh, he knows what he's doing. Like, this is his plan. Yeah. But, again, like, it had been so excruciating watching, like, the men take, like, <laughs> uh, like action in the movie and, like, make decisions and choices that I literally was like, how this is the final boss of of making yep. of seeing his like the gears grinding and I was I can't do it but
1: also a, a moment of the movie when he flies off the cliff one of the many uh dubbed over F bombs mm-hmm. like to to make it more of a family friendly thing there's lots of like uh the
0: term mother humper, mother humper yeah,
1: is on there yeah. there's lots yeah. of like yeah but then
2: there's the moment when he just like looks at the monster and is like fuck you
3: right (laughs) and he was like dead it was like
2: yeah it was not like coming at him he was like we got you bitch (laughs) they do call the monster a bitch a lot in the movie son of a bitch yeah Um, they,
1: they really lean on that one yeah and then they they do the '90s comedy thing where they're like, "Pardon my French" is a punchline. Right. <laughs> like that's like yeah. really gonna
3: get a laugh every time. Well, of
2: course it's the woman saying it because the lady says oh, no, so
3: it the first time. Or the yeah, and she sort of calls back to it.
1: Yeah, uh, well, it, she likes to hang out with the guys. Yeah, she does. Little, she's a guy, guy girl. So.
3: cool girl. I mean, <laughs> a thing that I didn't. I mean, we touched on their relationship. The the Fred Ward and, and Valentine Earl and Valentine. And like what, what was weird to me is like, I guess there's sort of like a big brother, little brother vibe going, but it didn't seem like the age difference was like so intensely drastic because like, so like when they meet the grad student, they're like, he's giving him a hard Earl's giving Valentine a hard time. About, like, why you know she's great or whatever, like, like, not she's (laughs) yeah, like, you're you got you're too set in your ways, you know, like, you're well, because he's like,
2: I've got my checklist, and he's got his like weird pictures out on the advisor vision board board
0: of like the women, exactly.
3: (laughs) But then, like, but that made me think that, like, in that moment, that it would be Earl who would pursue her because he's the Mm. one that's like. Oh. kind of
2: flirting with her and yeah
3: stuff. and he's like actually like not treating her like she's like you know just being shallow about it and then but like i guess he instead oh, he's, just coaching, he's just coaching coaching him to, into like being <laughs> like see isn't she great and he's like well so is earl supposed to just be like alone he's just like perpetual wingman to I, to valentine yeah i
0: i could not see this movie in any way other than they were together like that yeah i could not I couldn't avoid the gay subtext in any way. Like, I mean,
1: get all these pictures of ladies out of my car. Also, (laughs)
0: he he, like woke him up and they started arguing about breakfast. And like, (laughs) I I can't, I couldn't do it.
1: Telling each other how to drive. And the age difference Mm -hmm.
0: thing too. Like the age difference thing too of like, why are they together? Who are these two guys? Like what's going on? And they're, like, making a life together, too. They're like, we got to get a real job. Yeah, they're like,
2: we've got to go to Bixby. We've got to go to the big city where we'll be accepted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> I, I will say. I oh got a worm that's going to get us out of here. <laughs> um,
0: what was I going to say about the grad student? Now it doesn't even matter at all. Oh, I was going to say, uh, and then... Um, Val seems to fall for the grad student when they make the um OK Go music video where they do the pole vaulting. Yeah, like, oh, yes. <laughs> it was pretty cool. That would be a big. I mean,
2: moment. it was so funny that he like sees her and he's like, ugh, because she like has curly hair. She has curly oh, brown hair, and it's protection. like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, huh? she
1: she does the thing where she like she, she has her. on her nose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and she like forgets, like they drive away and she does a little tap where she's like, Oh, I forgot <laughs> that I like,
2: put all this crap. But then she doesn't like, do anything about it. Then it's still there. She's just like, Oh, <laughs> but yeah, he's like, Oh, she's gross. It's like, well, she's clearly beautiful. She just has sunscreen on and curly hair. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but he's like, yucky. <laughs>
0: i will say my favorite letterboxd review probably was um that someone said there's no way her thick wool socks that she was wearing out in the field with like her seismograph fit into her new shoes that they got at the store because remember she had to like take her shoes and also her pants off i know Um, it's like when she got like extremely uh, barbed wired um
1: yeah yeah and that's another good callback too though with the barbed wire like there's a lot of those like little spielberg moments that i feel like they set up but they don't like fully pay off because she gets caught i think in the barbed wire that you see them putting up earlier yeah or like also, maybe
0: you would think that would be like a little bit sexier if someone's having to like take off their pants but it was really just like an urgent prudent yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, it totally was pretty fun. utilitarian
2: they were yeah. just like
3: Casey, did you see the same uh, trivia fact that was by far the most cringe trivia fact on IMDb? I think I did. Yeah, (laughs) it it was like they didn't. What did it? Basically, they didn't rehearse that part, which I don't know why they would rehearse that instead of just film it. And they, and so it was. So the the trivia fact was like, so that was so she had to like take her pants off in front of Ke- Kevin Bacon for the first time on camera. And then the next sentence, and like, comma, so it was her authentic reaction yeah. i
1: love
2: i love when people
3: think of trivia so facts she was like, like
2: a little bit like sexual assaulted i guess yeah. or just or like, also like that being
0: like... a professional actor <laughs> exactly right. like, yeah. where they were like hey welcome to wardrobe today is the day that your whole ass is going to be on the screen like <laughs> right. <and you>
3: <laughs> well it's, i think the like implication is that like because Kevin Bacon's like so hot like she's right. gonna be like blushing to do it in front of Kevin Bacon it's oh. like it's it's a movie like what do you think is going on She's yeah, a it, hired actor it reminds
1: yeah. me of all the like did you know that they improvised this scene like their reaction was actually real and you're like no they they're acting they're doing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah.
3: even when they improvise. It's not their authentic reaction? Yeah,
2: yeah. it's not their. Authentic- it wasn't like she dropped character for a second and was like, "Oh my god, my pants yeah. are coming off." They had to
3: like <laughs> dub out. Like Kevin, stop it! <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, but he's like tending to her wounds. It's it's nice. He's very oh, gentlemanly under. in the scene.
1: You know, another great tropey scene. Yeah, yeah. And then under. and then Fred Ward is like looking at Kevin Bacon, like taking care of her, and he's like, "Damn, I'm losing my buddy." Like that's
0: yeah. my dad there. You know,
3: this seductive. he's like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, "How is this throuble gonna work?"
0: <laughs> we don't have room in the truck. <laughs> also, wait when she drives the truck with her hands. Oh that yeah
3: was,
2: that was
0: absolutely pointless.
3: They were being attacked. It was so funny because he like they just she's driving it with her hands for like 1.5 seconds and I'm ready for like oh man this is going to be like a crazy and it just like cuts to them in the yeah like in the story like, again. See that's what Spielberg does that
1: Spielberg in Temple of Doom remember like short round and he's trying to work the pedals and everything that's how <laughs> you know he's good is that he sees the comedy in that and then he pays it off and this one yeah she's there for like two seconds and she makes
0: no effort to get in the yeah, in the either like, no she, like, she's just kind of like I'm stuck. stuck yeah goes, anybody help me and it's like girl go like and i'm like kind of, I'm and it. they
3: kind of look at each other and like shrug like oh, they're yeah, like, like bitches
2: be driving cars like you can't
3: drive obviously
2: yeah.
1: and it wasn't even it wasn't even like super sexual like it wasn't even like ooh, I'm, I'm stuck in the washing
3: machine or something
2: <laughs> <laughs> what movie that's the that? thing that happens yeah i don't
3: want to talk about that. that's in the, from in the tremor's prequel is a pretty a pretty sexy washing machine well because
2: it, the vibration you know yeah. like it yeah. attracts the worm and then oh, oh yeah,
3: sure, it's a good yeah you can stretch. take it from there <laughs> so did you like i definitely had some assumption that the that the worm would that we would learn i mean i i had at least some hope while watching that we might learn what the worm is mm-hmm. you know just out of curiosity I assume one of the uh, sequels explains it in some way, but if we pretend those don't exist, what was y'all's, like, gut feeling of, like, what this worm is? Is it, like, an ancient thing or, like, an alien? Yeah, They
1: they offer a couple explanations, right, where it's, like, is it too ancient or is it an alien thing? Uh... Or
0: they were also talking about, like, mining uranium and stuff, not to, like, keep Mm. talking about uranium for some reason, (laughs) but they were, like, once they find some of that out here, like, it's, you know, we're gonna make a ton of money. That was, like, at the beginning. So I kind of thought it was like a mutated
2: desert. Oh, like a nuclear thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, that's yeah. kind of the vibe I... It, yeah, like I, I was kind of thinking of it as like desert Godzilla a little bit. Like I was
2: thinking of Godzilla too. Like, I didn't want to say that because I felt like I don't see a lot of monster movies and we just saw Godzilla minus one. So I was like, it's kind of like Godzilla, but I also just saw it. So. I'm getting a lot
3: of Godzilla vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then.
2: But it is like, it's a monster coming from underneath they, You know, they lure it into a trap, you know, I don't know, yeah. whatever. Maybe that's every monster movie. But... I do
0: wish I knew more about like what actually activated them, though. You know what I mean? Because that was the whole thing for me was like the span of time situation yeah. where it's, they had no idea there were like these enormous destructive monsters underground who are allegedly ancient or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, today's the day it pops off. <laughs> right. yeah.
1: a, maybe
3: they are hiding I mean, True. if you told me that like this were real, like like what they like what we just watched was real, like That's they just defeated it was a documentary, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it happened like two months ago, and and Kevin Bacon and Reba defeated it, I would be like, well, I don't, I don't feel okay though. Like, I feel like I'm still worried that something's gonna happen. You know, I wouldn't be like, all right, well, okay, I'm, you know, yeah. At the end of the day, it, well it ends make well.
1: It out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah i think we probably have too much anxiety to live where they lived
1: yeah i would
0: feel the same way like i would feel very unsettled by it and then i would also feel like that's a new problem i hadn't thought of which is for an anxious person like normally i'd be like i was expecting that and so then it's like then anything can happen
1: I, i yeah I actually think the worms are they're gentrifying the town they're destroying
3: that's what it's de- a metaphor for it. they're
1: destroying small businesses uh, they're devaluing all the property they are killing
3: destroying- all the sheep right. yeah. you want to know what happens it. to perfection when it when the worms take over it becomes Marfa <laughs>
0: <laughs> the worms are going to build that little Prada art: <laughs> now.
3: so I think like one thing to kind of like like big, broad, vague question to like start to close on would be, obviously there's a movie of its time, and Reba's performance in it as was like a moment in time of her celebrity. but like, is there any equivalent like could she be in a movie that serves a similar purpose? now like is there a movie in the past five years that's come out where it's like you cast reba that's a good idea Hmm.
0: see i could see her doing like a serious but this is just because i have deep respect for reba i could see her doing a serious role because i think that she could really like embody that sort of like like i think she has a lot more range than people like think of her Mm -hmm. as having
3: i think so too Um...
0: And so, and so I think it could be one of those like good, surprising, like late, later career things where she's like, I'm doing a dramatic role. Like, I don't know. I think, but, but unfortunately, I think her accent will kind of like make people to us that wouldn't be a problem because like we are devoted to Reba and we understand and love (laughs) her. But I think like to a general audience, they wouldn't be able to necessarily take that, uh, Performance seriously, unless it was like a very like Southern Gothic thing, which I could totally. Mm-hmm. See.
1: I think I think Reba would be super fun as like what was that Amy Schumer movie where like LeBron James plays himself? Yeah. yeah, I think she <laughs> could be opposite. Of what no, 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 no. <laughs> I think she'd be kind of great as like playing herself <laughs> yeah. in like one of those comedies. Well, that's movies. true. Yeah, like,
3: she would I... probably kill that.
1: Yeah, I think she'd crush that. Like a. Uh, uh...
0: Wasn't she in that like Barb and yeah? Never go to I've not I seen never it.
1: watched that but
0: it um, yeah. was in it and like one of my friends who's not at all her brain has not been destroyed by country music um she said that she enjoyed seeing Reba in that
1: so but like a real supporting part you know give her give her some nice scenes I think she'd crush that
3: yeah train wreck too <laughs> I mean Reba
2: and LeBron on camera together that's cool. that would be right there funny. it would be perfect
3: <laughs> I mean I do think that they'll sort of like I don't know that there's that many, like, well, it's tough. I was going to say, I don't know if there's that many, like, comedy horror movies anymore. But maybe there are, because, like, this one wasn't, like, considered a good movie in the
1: Yeah, moment. the other ones are, like, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I loved, mm-hmm. like, Jennifer's Body. Yeah. Just, you know? Amazing, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of a thing. It's a very 90s thing. And it's right. kind of, same with the monster movie. Like, I think of, like, Anaconda. D- and that's what I was
3: thinking, too. Anaconda.
1: Arachnophobia, like there was that period of like just scary animals, but I we could see a, a horror comedy resurgence.
3: I wonder if like she could just do Laura's dramatic role in a disaster or or monster movie mm. where okay. like it's yeah yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think like what is something that's like actually sort of critically acclaimed that is in that that's. That
0: the- the Jane Fonda
3: Godzilla
1: minus one. <laughs> yeah, the American. Oh, oh, the the China Syndrome. Yeah, uh, like she could do yeah. like a
0: China Syndrome. In my opinion,
3: I, I haven't seen China. syndrome
1: China Syndrome. Like China Syndrome's fantastic. Jane Fonda is. Uh, it sounds
3: a, bad. It sounds like what
1: people yeah. were calling oh, yeah, COVID. The name, the name is the <laughs> yes. that. It's a nuclear energy thing once again. Is it Ward that too? Maybe. Hold I on. don't know, but uh she underco she uncovers like something at the nuclear facility erin
0: brockovich exactly in a
2: yeah
0: mm. um highly recommend but i could see that sort of like edgy like career driven sort of like reba's like a
1: you know, mm. I don't know citizen journalist yeah plucky reporter type
2: yeah we, don't <laughs> that. we need more plucky reporter roles johnny and i were just talking about this the dearth <laughs> like All of our movies that have, like, journalist heroes have been replaced by, like, propaganda. Like, there are no longer movies where, like, journalists are, like, the center. Whether it's, like, a romantic comedy or whatever. You know, it's just, like, not... Like, it used to be, like, so many journalists in movies. And now, none. I mean, it's fitting because there, like, are no journalists left. But,
3: you know, we could use some PR. (laughs) If if Reba was in... A Marvel, mo- Marvel movie. No. Boom. Would you see it in theaters? Yeah, she would no, yes, no. she would.
1: She would play Jean Gray in the Phoenix trilogy. We're gonna remake X-Men. Okay. It's gonna be Gene Gray. She is gonna obtain the Phoenix Force. She's got the hair for it. What She's is she
3: gonna... what is what does Phoenix do? Is she fire?
1: Uh yeah, to she spots and then she turns evil and fights all the X-Men.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. I could I So this
2: see. is like her Michael B. Jordan.
1: Like, yeah. well,
3: i think yeah. she's in
2: the
1: next black panther
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or uh uh everybody's been talking about hugh jackman like having to get ripped again for wolverine i just want to think about reba like mm-hmm. smashing <laughs> corn dogs and lifting weights to get into the <laughs> marvel
3: shape <laughs> <laughs> she should have she should be like now that like iron claw came out and like I mean, that, she could have been an Iron Claw. Wrestler, that
2: could have been her like yeah. serious. I mean,
3: role. whoa, but no, like not as like Zac Efron's mom. Like, so we've <laughs> got the wrestler, critically acclaimed, Iron Claw, critically acclaimed, but like in these wrestling movies or in these old wrestling times, like the like flashy woman was like the the dastardly manager of like, these wrestlers <laughs> what if they like made oscar. one like based on her that would be and then she wins an oscar you got a write the screenplay oh yeah i'll get in touch mm. with her
1: what about okay did you guys see that movie i tanya i didn't see i didn't it. see it but, I your, see it, but I okay heard about it. allison allison janney plays tanya yeah. harding's mom and i feel like reba could, could really crush that. that where she's like the She's the like a little scary mother figure who's like keeping down her daughter. Like she's yeah, she's not so nice anymore, sort of vibes. I feel like that would be
2: like a real swing for her. I feel like
1: she might not do it,
2: you know, because like her brand is so valuable, like as like Um, Reba and nice, you know, person who tells it like it is, but is still nice and friendly and you like them, you know. Um, that's a valuable commodity. Um, which she's currently. What it does it, just, it gets you on the voice man she's getting that voice she, money
3: i feel like she's just gonna be in like a like a what do you call it the like joe swanberg mark duplass like minimalist movie she's just gonna <laughs> be mumble, like the mumble yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly i yeah. mean
1: she
2: is totally like we've like been watching somebody somewhere and i'm sort of like it's it's amusing enough, but I wouldn't say it's that good, but she would definitely fit into that cast for sure.
1: Yeah. No, wait, wait, be. what about her as the Kevin Garnett role in Uncut
3: Gems?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Honestly, what if oh she, was, god, and she, she, was, and she was? Oh my god, she was sappy And she was like, me. like a bitch. Like, you know, like super like high maintenance, like kind of like screaming at them, yeah. like get me my diamonds. Like that would yeah. be so sick. Yeah. <laughs> god. That would be awesome. We need to get Benny Safdie.
2: Did you guys watch The Curse? Not oh oh yeah. Into a oh curse yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. she, so she was in The Curse.
1: She was in The Curse. Another
2: southwestern bit of uh, movie
1: TV magic. I like
2: some yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nathan um, Emma Stone rolling up and making the big uh, reflective house in
2: perspective. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's like. Now, this? <laughs> the worm just comes up and destroys it
2: <laughs> well there's these like super cringe q a's that they did at the film society of lincoln center and they're all on youtube and we watched one and it's like kind of surreal because they're so they're being so like their characters on the curse um and like benny safty just comes across as like totally dougie but i just like am imagining like pitching him on like so put reba in a movie and he's like oh yeah i like i uh, love that like i can yeah. totally like see the vision and here. it would like
3: somehow like it would be like an insufferable conversation but then like what he came up with would be like genius exactly, it would be like right? so good yeah. for like reba yeah i think at this point it's about time to end the podcast yeah now like, that so we've talked far about away the from, the her. from her. Um. <laughs>
2: But we're still talking about REBA broadly. Oh, yeah. understood.
3: Of course, Be always. Fair, we're always talking about REBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on mic and off.
2: <laughs> but yes. Um. Well, Casey, Laura, thank you so much.
3: Plug plug your show.
2: Yeah, plug your show. Yes.
3: Yeah,
1: we're on a we do a show called Run Out Numbers. Um, on WXNA, which is a uh, local Nashville nonprofit station. Yep. Uh, Sunday mornings. You can stream
0: it online at wxnafm.org and it's uh, pretty good. It's, we'll, we play Reba occasionally. Yeah, it? all thank
1: vinyl. Uh, all volunteer radio station. It's great.
2: Yeah. Well, thanks so much for having
1: us. Oh, yeah.
2: We'd love
0: to talk yeah. about
1: Reba. Definitely. Thank no, you.
2: Thank you for thanks being, for being on. on. And we have been, we have listened to Casey and Laura and it is okay. awesome. We co-sign <laughs> the radio station. Support. Radio Support. show. Yeah. Radio station and radio show. <laughs> We're all about uh supporting community radio here at Reba Watchables. Someday maybe we'll get on community radio. You yeah, know sure. that every community radio station is looking for a Reba podcast. I've
3: listened to weirder shows than ours on community radio. <laughs> and uh-huh. also uh listeners subscribe to Don't Rock the Inbox.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. that's that's true too. That's that's a thing that exists. We do talk about Reba occasionally on Don't Rock the Inbox. Um but yeah, uh, hit that like and subscribe button to Reba Watchables, which is of course our main enterprise. <laughs> you know, this is how we make our money, <laughs> Thanks, guys. So <laughs> no, we really could use your support. That's why it's been over six months since our last episode. Um, but yes, thank you for hanging in there. If you are in fact still listening to this, I, I think there's a few of you out there. When you get that little push notification, you're like, "Fuck yes, new Reba Watchables just dropped." Mm. I think there's
3: at least like two people for whom that
2: where that describes them that's all
3: Uh, we have got more listeners than than the city of the town of perfection has residents i mean at the end of the movie yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: okay thank you everyone for listening thank you lauren casey for being here and we will catch you next time see you